It's a big show. Uh, Football Friday. Coach Mac, Alema Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Sky with you, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Live today from Southtown Mall. We're in the Southwest parking lot. It's the uh, Serve Pro Firefighter Challenge. We're hanging out with our friends at Steward Health, uh, Steward Healthcare. Uh, come on down. Uh, opening ceremonies are at 5 o'clock. Great thing to do with the family. Uh, really, really proud to be a part of it uh, today. We've got a lot to get into in our second hour here. By the way, Jake, we're, we're starting to see some of the, the competitors, some of the people that will be competing, rolling in, and some very fit. Looking uh, lean and mean. Yeah, looking lean and mean. And, you know, they're coming out. They're eyeing the course. They're, you know, trying to, you know, size it up a little bit. So you know, I think the, the excitement's starting to build a little bit for, for this, this event and the competition is going to take place. You know, there's some competitors from the southeast part of the country, you know, Florida, South Carolina. Yeah. What are, altitude going to be a factor yeah. in today's no competition? Doubt. No doubt. Uh, all right. Um, we're, I want to talk to you guys about overall uh, college football. And, Gordon, you and I have talked about this a lot, of course, over the, the past few months. But, Coach Mack, we've got a situation where we've got um, – power leagues going and playing in the SEC, the Big 12, the ACC, the Big 10, the Pac-12 making different decisions. The Mm -hmm. Big 10 taking a ton of heat, more than the Pac-12, interestingly. But give me your thoughts, I guess, starting off on on how this is working. It's all based on one thing, and I'll tell you why the Big 10 and the Pac-10 ran scared. Liability. Mm, Because when the players came forward with what they wanted, okay, they never got past the issues of they never even got to the money issue they just got to the liability issue as soon as that came up the president said we're not playing it's an uh-uh no we're not playing because let, let's say for instance utah's in a, a huge libel suit right now with 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 the mccluskey, McCluskey case, thing yeah mm-hmm. which was so sad very much okay and so you're talking about that thing is never going to go away so you think the president of the university wants to deal with another uh, situation uh, and say, let's say one of the players uh, would get the COVID and pass away. Okay, there's another. No matter what kind of thing you yeah. sign uh, from a lawyer's standpoint, no matter what you sign, it's not going to hold up in court. And the presidents of the universities, they got to deal with so many things. They said, hey, this is, this is one thing that we don't want to deal with almost whether or not it holds up in court it's going to court yeah you know it's going i mean that that's that's the the concern is that that you're going to have that kind of fight on your hands and i hadn't thought about that coach with the the point that you bring up about the liability and that being really the the you know kind of deal breaker for the for those two leagues the the big 10 and the pac-12 yeah so now all of a sudden you know now that the players in, 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 in those areas, realize, hey, we're not playing. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, they got their parents and everybody else saying, hey, we want, we want to play football, you know, and all this other stuff kind of goes aside, you know, and, and so it's, it's uh, and it all started, I think, at either at UCLA or Cal Berkeley. I can't remember which one, but, you know. UCLA. UCLA, mm-hmm. yeah. So, 
Do these leagues, coach, do, are they feeling pressure, do you think? Because you look and you got the ACC playing. You got, you got fo- There's football being played. And granted, you know, even in, in the state here in Utah, we've got, you know, schedules that, that get adjusted because, right. you know, a school might, you know, have a COVID outbreak and these right. things happen. And, and they've made adjustments. BYU has adjusted their entire schedule. But they're playing. And, and they're going to play in front of 6,000 fans, and they're going to try to expand that to 24,000. And, and Kansas City had fans in their stands. Yeah. People are playing football. There are, there are teams, leagues that are playing football. And if you're not, my question is how long can you stay on the sideline uh, before well, you, you have to you well, know, come and reconsider? Well, they're, re- they're reconsidering now. You know, both I mean, leagues are. They're talking about moving up to November or something. You know, all of a sudden, and we need to play an eight-game schedule in November. Uh, they're being forced into that, uh-huh. into kind of that deal. So, uh, you know, public opinion is is huge. It sways you different ways. You know, uh, and so. You know, I, my my deal to UCLA would be, you guys need to learn to play football first before you start worrying about other things. Because, because right now those guys don't play very good football. You know, they're they're a pretty soft group to tell you the truth. You know, I mean, Gordon, I mean, you and I have followed this situation very closely. Would you bet we see either the Big Ten or the Pac-12 in the fall at all? Yeah, I think that that, uh, that rapid testing thing it might really tip it in the direction of, of being able to play. Uh, although I do agree with, and, and I know you do too, Jake, everything that uh, Mac and Alema were saying about that liability issue. When, that, when it became known that there could be long-term effects, uh, I think that freaked out the presidents mm. because if there are, even if there isn't a death, if there's somebody who is, is uh, hurt by by that uh, the 13% that they were talking about in the Big Ten of athletes who were positive for COVID right. having it affect their heart somehow or another. Then the school presidents are going, whoa, well, we don't want we don't We just don't know enough. But if they have rapid testing, I think that would give them, if you want to be real skeptical, real cynic, that would give them the excuse maybe to turn. And, and say, okay, now we can cover it and uh, and make it seem like we still care about the student-athletes' uh, well-being. So nobody has any idea how the COVID is going to affect somebody down the line. Yeah. From, you know, some, nobody has a clue. Uh, so it's a uh, uh, – I remember in January I got a text from a, a lady in, in China who, who was – who had been a trainer for us up at up at Weber, right? And she was teaching English in China. And she said, if this virus ever gets to the United States, you guys are going to be, and I can't use the proper word, but she said. In trouble. How about that? Yeah, you guys are going to be in, in big trouble because you got no control of your civilization. Ah. See, they got like. So they're uh, saying we got too much liberty and freedom, too in, much this, freedom. in this country. Too much freedom. So, what they did in the building she lived in, to leave that building, you had to be tested going in and out. And at one time, they allowed nobody to leave the, that building, you know. And, uh, and so, 
she said, with, with, with a society like ours, where you got everybody's, you know, got the freedom to make choices and all that stuff, it's hard to control issues. Like, I think, I think Utah's done a really nice job. Yes. With the ma- with the mask and with 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 social distancing and and with all the things they've done with the restaurants and and it's just a lot of yeah like Surf Pro which of course is part of you know putting on this this yeah. this this, uh, this big event here you know they right now as we speak they're out there they they're getting sanitized before they go on to uh, you know the event playing field here. To, for lack of, I'm not sure what you would call, you know, the 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 course here. The course, but, yeah, that yeah, works. the course. Yeah. But you know, as we were talking to Libby, she's talking about all the sanitation that takes place, and Utah has done a fantastic job in trying to figure out how to, you know, at least this is my opinion, how to respect people's freedoms and liberties, and at the same time, um, uh, you know help people understand what they can do to help to to you know to to change this thing or to you know um affect the curving and get get us back to some sort of normal now we're in a yellow right um uh and so the, you know those things are you know i commend our state and i remember we had the first high school football game in the country we did right, right? when harriman took on davis and and that was big news and and again, credit to uh, the, the the state and to, to the counties and the way that they have handled this, allowing us to be able to go forward. I get a chance later tonight to go do Olympus versus Brighton, yeah. um, and uh, we're playing we're playing football here. Yeah, we're gonna work, and then Juan Diego gonna get after it tonight. Yeah, playing Copper Hill. Go ahead, Coach. You go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about your team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our, boy, our, boy, our boys are getting a little better. All right. Uh, but, hey, I tell you what, what a great group of kids, you know, and, and uh, they make me laugh. Around. They got a lot of kids from Tahiti, right? Yeah. And so I give them a test to see how much they know about what, you know, the A, B, C gap and yeah. all that stuff. And some of the answers that come back, I said, I, I said what, what is that? <laughs> I, I think that's the B gap. No, I said, no, it's the C gap. But uh, those dudes are, are so funny, but they're, they're absolutely great kids, you know, and uh, you, want them to do, you want them to do well, you know. But, but I tell you what. It's it's kind of interesting about okay, like Nelson. I said Nelson, you got to move over a little bit when you you can't play inside shade of the guy. You got to play outside shade. Next thing I know, he's still inside shade because you don't understand inside shade, <laughs> outside shade. And I said, all right, Nelson, move over here. He's got to move him. <laughs> and then and then Bob, you know, one of the inside guys, Bob, get your pad level down. You're up too high, right? Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure what sports they play in Tahiti. My brother served his LDS mission in Tahiti. I'm not sure, you know, what kind of organized uh, but I'll tell you athletics what, they have the, there. These kids, with time, are all going to be really good yeah. players because they're long. They're long. Yeah. They're long arms, long built. So once they learn everything <laughs> there is to learn, they're, they're, they're going to be, be pretty good. But I'll tell you what, it's, it's a. 
It's a you lot gotta of speak fun. to them in French. <laughs> you know, they, they, they speak French. I give them. It's I give them a sign language. I put my <laughs> I put my fingers in there like this. Yeah. And say okay. Move <laughs> <laughs> over there. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, Gordon uh, wrote a column about uh, Harvey Unga, the BYU running backs coach. Uh, we'll have Gordon set that up for us and get Coach and Alema's thoughts on that. Uh, but joining us now. Uh, live here at Southtown Mall, uh, he is Hewan DeRiggs, official voice of the Firefighter Combat Challenge. And uh, Hewan, am I getting that right? I'm thoroughly impressed that you got that right, sir. Well, thoroughly. Well, well, Johnny definitely gave me a little help on hey, the backside. Hey, look, so, look. You know, I, thank I, you, Johnny. With, with I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, we we were told we had to talk to you today. We were told you were the guy. The to guy. To like the, the man. What I, we're doing today. I am the voice of the challenge. Uh, this is my second year with the challenge. And um, I must say, I mean, you know, these guys are second to none when it comes to professionalism, when it comes to getting the job done. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen any of the uh, live feeds on, on Facebook, but I mean, you've got three or four guys, basically a skeleton crew, obviously, because of the pandemic. Yeah. But uh, running this whole thing, you know, uh, setting it up, breaking it down, driving across country and doing it with a smile, you know, and doing it in every city. And and, you know, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to be announcing for them. And I'm glad to meet you, Coach, because I'm, I'm, an, I'm an old offensive lineman. So, oh, good. You know, I, I, I played guard. I played tackle. So, I mean, you know. Where, once, where'd you play? I, well, I played in New York. I'm originally from New York. So, okay. I played in uh, D2 Long Island University. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I, I love meeting, meeting an old a football brain. So, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be sitting yeah, next to you, man. sir. Hey, that's good. You're, you're, you're a, you know, got a football background. Give us, give us your thoughts what you see from an athletic standpoint out here in this competition well these guys are you know and and i think we all know this word these guys are studs mm-hmm. all of them um they and, and men and women they're 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 out here and they are putting themselves through the paces i mean to have all this equipment on to be able to go up that tower and do everything in this course and then finish within two minutes um, I did a, a course last year. I did the tandems mm-hmm. race last year. I did a relay race. And all I did was just the back half. I did the, the, the hose drag and I did the rescue Randy. I got to the finish line and I, I almost said something. I can guarantee you that I could not <laughs> breathe. Yeah. My, my, my chest was just, I mean, I mean, I consider myself in some decent shape. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I still run even though I got a little pudge. You know, I still got, you know, some, some, uh, some cardio in me. But, um, it was it's it's unbelievable the amount of fitness that all these guys have and from the biggest to the smallest it doesn't matter size is not something that that'll give you a, a leg up in this in this uh this sport you know yeah it may give you a little bit of uh a little bit more momentum when you're hitting the kaiser sled when you're hitting that that 160 pound steel i-beam but everything is cardio everything is 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 uh stamina you know you can run up the tower but you know how are you going to finish it's not how you start it's how you finish yeah. so you know uh it's all about that fourth quarter out here hey, you know these guys are all geared out too right oh I mean, yeah, yeah oh yeah they're, the whole they're, thing. they're completely they've got they've got the full mask on they've got a rebreather on and there's air being pumped you know into their into their lungs they're not they're not doing this you know on on free air sometimes on the tandems or the relays they might have no mask on but the individuals like you guys are going to see today they're fully they're fully kitted out so what you see them wearing is what they're going to go into a building and saving lives wearing seeing so. some guys some teams that are, are rolling in here oh, and boy. because you know, you, you get a chance to go across the country with them. Yes. And, um, you know, to, to see these guys as, as they show up and kind of, you know, size up 
the the, the course and get ready. Um, do, do, does it feel for you like uh, this reminds me of pregame, man? It's like, you know, the excitement. 100%. 100%. That's, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm, I'm here with these with this this crew, and I'm glad I'm here because it reminds me of football. Mm. The, it's, it's, it's about the camaraderie here. You know, um, you've got firefighters. You've got these, these, these first responders here. Their job is primarily saving lives. So when you have that kind of mindset, everybody here is like family. They're here to, you know, poke a little fun and compete with each other. And, you know, you see a, a lot of guys, a lot of different athletes. There's actually a guy here from uh, the Nevada Gold Mines. Mm. Well, I don't know if he's here today, but he was here last year. And, I mean, he was a, just a freak. I mean, he was hopping over the fence. And, I mean, and just warm-ups. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to just do a couple of uh, 30-inch box jumps, you know, like out of nowhere. For fun. For fun. I was on speed. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Of course. Yes. How, how did you get connected with? What a great gig. This seems you, so you, fun. Let me let me tell you let me tell you a quick story about how I got with the, with the combat challenge. You'll laugh at this. So um, frequently, you know, I, I as a as a, a voiceover artist, I look online for, you know, opportunities. And uh, I saw this opportunity online and and, uh, and it was so it, it looked awesome. You know, Gagaria's personality looked like it was speaking right to me. Um, long story short, I probably looked at this opportunity online for about a month. And, uh, you know, out of fear, I was like, man, I don't know. What if they don't like me? What if what if it doesn't work? You know, <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I did not let that fear take over. And, and I was just like, hey, let me throw my hat in the ring and see what happens. And it was the best decision of my life. Um, these these guys, this crew here, um, never mind just my, my love for public speaking, but I'm, I'm glad to be with, with such a team that, that really care. You know what I mean? And that's one of the things about announcing and a traveling sporting event, meeting different people. You can't, you can't fake your personality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't fake, oh, hey, hey, coach, how you doing? You know, nice to meet you. Hey, guys, nice to meet you. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's so many, there's so much uh, um, fuel here. There's so much uh, uh, passion here that people will see right through that. So I'm, I'm honored to be a part of such camaraderie, such honest camaraderie. Um, and, and the passion just keeps, you know, it keeps building. Uh, I know you guys heard about uh, one of the firefighters here, Lou Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, quick story about him. He was in a major motorcycle accident about two years ago. Broke his femurs, couldn't walk, and, you know, had to pretty much rebuild himself. Last year when he came, he came out to Nebraska, that was one of his first uh, competitions, and he's here now, um, you know, and I, you know, I can't wait to get out there and talk to him because it just shows a testament of that, of that effort, that passion, you know. Somebody's not going to let a broken, you know, femur stop them from competing in the challenge, let alone just living. But he got himself back up together, you know, got, got to, uh, back together, um, healed, strong competing in the challenge and then competing in the challenge you know after that another year after that so it's a it's a testament to you know athletes and you know um their their perseverance you know uh, you know talking about uh, uh college football athletes you know it's the same thing you know they're not they're, they're doing it for the love they're doing it for the love of the sport they're not getting paid anything they're doing it for the love like these guys these guys are out these firefighters are out here that's men and women they're doing it for the love you know the the, the people that serve pro Everybody that you see here, they're, they're doing it for the love of him. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Hugh, and it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Uh, can't wait to see you doing your thing oh, out there yeah. tonight. This is going to be so much fun, and thanks for jumping on the show. We Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank hey, you for having me, hey, guys. Offensive lineman from yeah. New York. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right, sir. <laughs> you were sent here for a reason. Yeah, that's right. That's right, sir. <laughs> More Football Friday coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.
It's a big show. Football Friday, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Coach Ron McBride, Alema Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott with you. We're live here in Southtown Mall. We're getting ready for the Surf Pro Firefighter Challenge. Pretty impressive, yeah. I tell you. We're seeing some folks uh, do the course, little preliminaries here. And how cool is this? This is so awesome. Yeah, the, the, one of the guys was telling me that when the, you know, the, the, this is just, I think, some Surf Pro groups that are coming through and, and uh, probably some people from Stewart that are, are just participating. When they have the teams come through, um, there's a big I-beam. I don't know how much that I-beam weighs, but they got to hit it with a, with a mallet, with a big hammer, and then move that thing. And some of our competitors just did that. Now it took them maybe you know 10, 15 hits to, to move that I beam far enough to get it to, hey, to one side to the other. The pros the, will do it in three hits. How about the one guy over there with the tall guy with the mask looks like a, a Russian? Look at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> how Are many coaches recruiting out here is like I like that guy right there. Gordon, how many how many swings <laughs> of the mallet hey, do you think you hey, need? Dude. <laughs> uh, one. Just one. Gordon. Gordon. Gordon I don't one. think so, Gordon. I don't think so. I know you're big and strong. Uh, Gordon, let's let's talk a little football. We'll keep you up to date with what's going on out here. This is a lot of fun. Uh, opening ceremonies at 5, uh, beginning official competition. But, uh, Gordon, set up your column for us about uh, Harvey Unga and uh, what you wrote about. I know it was in this morning's uh, Salt Lake Tribune. Yeah, Harvey uh, was absolutely a, just a great, great back at BYU and uh, was able to uh, become the all-time leading rusher at that particular school. And uh, then uh, as he, uh, when it was about to go into his senior season, he had uh, some difficulty, uh, was uh, essentially forced, couldn't come back, couldn't play for the Cougars because of that honor code situation. So he left, went to the NFL for a while but uh, eventually uh, was able to come back as uh, an assistant coach as a, uh, at first as just sort of a graduate assistant kind of guy, but uh, he was able to find his way back at that school, and now he's the uh, uh, full-time assistant coach, running backs coach at the school, and uh, has really learned a lot of lessons in that uh, pursuit. And uh, he said something when he was hired full-time. By the way, his players, all the players there love him, Mm -hmm. wanted him to get that job. He got the job. And uh, something he said, he said, uh, (laughs) we asked him about being a BYU legend. He said, I'm, uh, I don't, there's a quote from him. I don't know if I'm a legend, but I'm more than grateful. It's been a dream of mine to be here, to be at this university and to coach uh, the position I played, it's rewarding, it's fulfilling, it's something I love. I'm ecstatic. And uh, he said that when uh, when Kalani hired him full-time, he said, oh, yeah, thanks, coach. And, by the way, I'm coming for your job as the head coach. <laughs> yeah, I, I, read, I read that in the paper today. I'm thinking, holy crap. A <laughs> yeah. couple of big, yeah. big BYU uh uh, running backs from from their days, uh, Kalani was a great running back and and uh, mostly a blocking back. Uh, but uh, and Harvey, man, what in the you know I'll tell you the things I remember about Harvey when I was covering him as a player, 
And, uh, you know, his career, well, he was pretty legendary in high school, too. But when he came to BYU and then, you know, from his freshman year on, because you think about, you know, the, the record that he set, he did that in three years right. uh, as opposed to, to, to you know, uh, having four years to accomplish uh, the, the numbers that he put up. But his shins were always so banged up. And we used to joke around. It's like, why don't you wear shin guards? And, you know, most running backs, they don't get all banged up in their shins. But he used to run through and run over guys so consistently. He was was one of those guys, Coach, that had the, the talent and the ability to run through you or around you. And and so if you were defending, trying to come up and stop him, I can't imagine what that would be like to be facing because Harvey played at about, you know, 240 right. was, was how big he was when he was playing for the Cougars. And he was just a load. And I think of, you know, the, the, the group that came through around that time. Manasseh Tonga's in that group and, and Fui Vakapuna is in that group. We would, you know, BYU had a really nice group of backs that came through there. But when I when I think about Harvey today and so just thrilled to see him have the position there that that he has, part of it is is that that he wanted that. It would have been so easy for a guy like Harvey, you know, to 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 get you know prideful and say, after all that I've given this this team, this school, and now you're going to, you know, not let me play my senior year would be easy to, to become bitter about that and 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 not have anything to do with the Cougars anymore. But but he has such a love for the program and it's a testament to the person that he is that that he has come back and, and built and worked to to become the coach that he is now. And you mentioned this coach that the, the players love him and, and that's the other thing about about uh, Harvey. Just this sweetheart of a of a person, he's a, he's you know. A really, he's a really good. Really, person. I mean, he'll run you over and knock you out. But but uh, you know, when you when you talk to, to Harvey, I can't think of a, a guy you know more genuine, authentic, and and just you know sweet than this guy. Yeah. So if you talk to a Polynesian running back and say, okay, once you hit the hole, you get opening, and then look for the space. <laughs> and they say, no, coach, I run over him. <laughs> I said, well, you know, it's a lot easier if you look for the space. No, no, I run over him <laughs> and come out the back end. <laughs> yeah, Harvey and Fui and those oh. guys, man, they did some damage when they would run the ball. Well, they, would leave, they would leave bodies in the and, wake. And that all comes from, you know, comes from the Ooh. national game, which Your is rugby. rugby. Yeah. So that's why Harvey's a great rugby player, too. Yeah, sure. How do you spot something in young coaches, Coach Mack? I mean, when you've got somebody you you think has potential as a coach, bringing them along. Well, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, you know, you see guys and they're, and they're totally committed to what they're doing and they really enjoy it and they're kind of married to the job. You know, in other words, they're always there. They're always watching film, and and they're uh, and they're always doing they're always doing the extra work, and it, it's not about the money. It's about the opportunity to to be a, a football coach, and, and they love the game, and uh, 
because like for instance if you're a graduate assistant someplace that's torture yeah you know because thankless grunt work is what yeah. that is so i started off as a graduate assistant i was a graduate assistant i think for two or three years you know and was married had three kids you know so you're you know, <laughs> you're you're like you're like uh but if you just pay attention to your business and don't look for the short way up, look for the hard way up, then it it pays off for you. You know, a lot of guys they get into it and then they say, "Oh man, this is this is not this is not what I thought it would be." I didn't know I was going to be working 60 hours a week and getting paid, you know, 500 bucks a month or yeah, whatever. Next to nothing. Yeah, nothing. You know, it goes beyond that too. I would add this to to. Harvey's situation because Harvey is a legend. He is a legend at BYU, and I tell you, in, in our community, in the Polynesian community, he he has been legendary you know, because of what he accomplished when he was playing at BYU. Um, and then he was injured in a lot of his, you know, with the Bears and, and different times in the NFL. But there, it's not always the, the the guys that are that great that that can coach. Right. You know, some of those guys are, are great running backs, but they they can't they can't tell you how to do it. They can't coach you how to do it. They just go out and do it, but they don't know how to know how to communicate it. And the beauty of, of what Harvey is doing, and when you saw that, you know, the result, which is, you know, the way that his backs ran in that Navy game, that he's teaching them and, and being able to communicate to them what to look for and how to recognize the seam and where to dip. And, you know, some of those stuff things are, are, are instinctive for the back that you're, you're coaching. But there's a lot, especially at BYU, where you got to coach the blocking and the pass blocking component of it and and harvey has just demonstrated and he did that as a freshman because when he was a freshman i thought you know freshmen in this in this system they don't play very much because they can't block they don't know the blocking scheme they can't recognize the coverage but but harvey had a knack for it and was able to do that as a freshman and i'm seeing him be able to coach that yeah well all right, it is Football Friday here on The Big Show. We'll have more with Coach Mack, Alemi Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott with you. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake. Football Friday on The Big Show. Coach Ron McBride, Alemi Harrington, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott with you here on 97. Man, we're wrapping it up, Coach. We're already? We yeah. are. This is our final segment. We're shutting segment. it down. Oh, we're in the final, final segment. Yeah. Out here at uh, Southtown Mall, we're hanging out for the Serve Pro Firefighter Challenge. This can be great opening ceremonies at 5 o'clock. And uh, here in our last segment, let's let's talk a little high school for a second because yeah. we want to uh, we want to pub what you've got going on tonight. Big well, showdown. Yeah, I got the Olympus game coming up. Olympus and Brighton, and and Brighton's undefeated. And one of those teams, they got a kid named Landon Barton, um, that's a, a great two way player. Uh, Coach, you know, we were talking before the broadcast about his you know his projection to the next level right. at that outside linebacker kind of rush rush end spot well he's at utah he'd probably be an oe in their defense you know if he goes there and to me he look you know he's really long yeah and and really really athletic and mentally he's you know he's locked in he's been you know his mom is 
I mean, she's tough on those boys, you know, and she, she doesn't, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey Barton. She doesn't uh, mess around. She's all three, you know, four, all, <laughs> yeah. all four of them, you know, I mean, from, uh, you know, she got, they got two of them in pro ball right now. And then we got the, 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 the young lady, their daughter is one of the best volleyball players in the country. And then they got this kid and she told me by Oh, maybe five years ago, she said Lander will be the best of all of them. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because people, you know, they always ask the question, like, what does it take to be, you know, a great college athlete? And, you know, the, the truth is genetics. Yeah. Genetics help a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you what. I tell you what. Uh, now, Mickey was a stud in her day. I mean, a real. She was a volleyball player, too, right? Uh, she was everything. Yeah. You name it, that's what she could do. <laughs> and, and I tell you what, she's, she was a trick. And mentally. She was tuned in mentally, too, as, as well as the physical part of it. So so she was one of those kids that, you know, she's still tuned in today. You know what I mean? But when, <laughs> I have I usually talk to her a couple of times a week, you know. And, okay, what's so-and-so do? Uh, she's got it all down. What's so-and-so do? I got it all down. So, okay, what's so-and-so got to do to stay where he's at, you know? And, and But believe me, she knows that. And, and she knows right where Lander is, you know, and and uh, her husband Paul is great. So, so the only the only problem they had, they didn't have enough kids. They should have had more kids. <laughs> I tell you what, I'd have just I'd have I'd have been a, like a we just keep you just you know, keep, yeah. keep pumping them out. Let's get some I more. I would have had like a deal. Of, hey, every two years, hey, I'll pay I'll pay for your kids, and then you send them to me. You guarantee you send them to me. I'll be like an agent, and then if they go to play at pro or anything, I get a percentage. I get a cut. And I'll pay for the birth. <laughs> hey, Jake. Jake. Yep. I started this uh, this uh, out by uh, complimenting Mac and telling uh, all kinds of great stories about him. But I think we need to congratulate. Uh, <laughs> we need to congratulate Alema for uh, being on an, a national television spot. <laughs> you know, thank you. How, how, it's how funny. many guys do you know that are in a Google right. ad that goes nationwide? Yeah, how, Google, you know, Google ad I was that? I was just at Mr. Mac before I came over here, and 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 I go there. I I pop into to the Mr. I shot a commercial yesterday at the Midvale store, but I usually pop into the Redwood store because that's where my guys are, Scott and Stan Carson, my you know my my guys over there, and so I stop in and see them. And we were talking about that today because it, were, it that that Google ad ran in both the NFL game and in in the the uh, the the Houston Lakers game. So it was in both of the, those those broadcasts. And um, yeah, it, he had, uh, Scott asked me, "It's like, do people stop you and ask you about that? Like, you've been on that national ad." And it's like, yeah, every now and then I get a text message from somebody outside of the state, and well, you, because that's a national ad, coach. You, well, you well you know, it, yeah, in, I'm big time, coach. I'm the, big time in the in the film business. Yes. If, if you get a speaking part. That's huge. Yes. Yeah. And so you got a speaking part. Speaking part on a national Google ad. Oh, yeah. Hey, but like every actor in the world, that's what they want. (laughs) I'm a ride coach. I'm going to retire now. It's not just the Hertz commercial at the the, uh, Alamo. It's Alamo. It's the Alamo rental. Hey, I tell you what. So so they're going to say, they're going to say, how did you get a speaking part? (laughs) 
<laughs> hey Mac, Mac. When yeah. I went in, when I went into that, that Alamo store over in Honolulu there, and and I saw a lemma up on this TV screen doing doing the whole spiel, I turned to the woman behind the counter and I said, Hey, you know what? I know that guy. <laughs> oh, I know no, that guy. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Is that thing still rolling? Yeah, Gordon, I hope you prepaid your gas and bought the insurance upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, we, man. we had that thirty four thirty one commercial Mel, yes. Mel and I did years ago. So these two ladies, two gorgeous ladies are sitting there suntan, look good, look, look like actresses, you know. And so Lavelle and I are are we're they only had three lines, but we're missing all the lines, right? <laughs> and so the boy, the one lady looks at me and says, well, who's your agent? <laughs> and then I, I said, well, so-and-so in Hollywood. And the, the, she says to her friend, she says, if these two fools could get a speaking part, <laughs> you know, we got to change agency. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are live today from Southtown Mall. It is Football Friday. Uh, joining the show right now, Katie Packer, who's marketing coordinator and physician liaison for Mountain Point Medical Center, jumping on with us now on the big show. Uh, first of all, Katie, thanks for jumping on. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks, guys. Hey, uh, you, you get to witness what it's like, uh, you know, trying to, to referee <laughs> between these two characters. It's rough. It's a it's, big job. It is a big job. <laughs> hey, this event is so, so cool. I'm sure it's just great to be a part of it. Yeah, it's been fun. It's, this is our second year. It's been a great event to plan, and it's been a big thing to be part of. Have I you tried it? it? Have you tried uh, doing any of the event? I just talked my way out of being on the surf pro team. No, you didn't. I did. Why? I had to be able to coordinate all of this. <laughs> Wait, hey, coordinate. I want to see you hauling that dummy down here. That after this, yeah. 170 okay. pounds. You just wait. 170 pound dummy. But you know, you guys do a fantastic job setting up and, and making. It, and we're grateful to be a part of this, and especially especially to have it on September 11th, to honor our first responders, and then to have an event like this. You know how how rewarding is it for you to be a part of of something like that, where we, where we can give some attention and some recognition to some important people in our lives. That's last year when we did this event. It was great. I mean, we loved being part of it. We went into it so blindly. It was a, uh, let's do this event, and it sounded cool. It's kind of something we saw on TV, like the Firefighter Olympics. And then as we were part of it, it was like, wow, this is huge. And just the respect we gained for firefighters and their everyday job and really how hard it is. And so as we looked to this year to host the event and realized we could do it on September 11th. And mm. how great is that? I mean, it's perfect. what better way to honor the firefighters and those that have lost their lives and those that continue to fight for us and protect us. I mean, that's, we wanted to give back and just really show them how grateful we are to be part of our community. Absolutely. This is so cool and it's all outside and you guys are are observing, uh, you know, safely social distancing and all that and can encourage people to enough to come down and support and have some fun at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going for. It's amazing. 
Well, thank you. Thank you guys for coming out and supporting us. Well, thanks for jumping on the show. We appreciate you, Katie. Absolutely. All right. We'll have more next on the big show. Alema, Mac. Yeah. This was a blast. Thank you very Where, much. Where's Can't Gordon? Wait to Gordon do it again. What's up? Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back uh, next week. We'll do it again. Uh, we'll be better next week. We'll do it again. <laughs> Where, Gordon? Gordon. <laughs> I'm like a ghost, man. I, I, hey, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking around. You know, I was so excited yeah. to come here today to see you. And and you're on you're in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> well, we I'm look forward I, to the I, day, I, Gordon, when we're all able to, to do a show and look at each other again. We understand that it is the way it is right now, but man, I tell you, we look forward to hey, to, be, to this every week. Don't be nice to Gordon. Hey, don't give him an out. <laughs> hey, Mac, 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 I want you to know that when I come face to face with you all, I'm going to be dressed smarter than a lemma. <laughs> oh, that's oh, not oh, possible. Oh, I tell you what, Alima has the most expensive clothes I've ever seen. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got an image to maintain. Oh yeah, it, and Coach loves my socks. I got I them. Do. These but, were these are actually from Mr. Mac. You can get these at Mr. Mac. I'll get you some BYU. So we got Utah socks too. Okay, we got well, Utah socks there. I'll hey, get you some Utah socks. I can't even though I'm, I'm loving the Cougar team, and I love the way they played. I still have a hard time because I remember those 21 years, you know, and, and I remember the, those. I remember those years. I oh yeah, I never forgot those, you know. And so uh, it was called we, we, the suffered the the U Kingdom suffered for a lot of years. So, so I I never I never forgot. We're all friends today, but I'm not wearing any Utah gear probably anytime soon, and I don't know that Coach will be wearing any BYU stuff. How about we're how about Well, we're Ma- Max the one to hold them out of that hole they were in, right? That's true. That is absolutely the truth right there. Yeah. So when, when Scotty Gerard saved all of his money so he could be a running back in camp at BYU, camp. This and is Roger, the best story. Roger French says, you're a guard. You're a Scotty, Scotty Gerard says, I'm a running back. And I got all my lunch money that I saved for two years to come to your camp. And, and Roger Fritz said, you're a guard. <laughs> it's football Friday. Olivia Harrington, Coach Ron McBride, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Howard Beck joins us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.